Talks, where we engage leaders, teachers, creative artists, and everyday people in conversations that awaken listeners to new revelations of the kingdom age. All of our courses, community conversations, partnership links, and much more can be found on our website, kingdomtalksmedia.com. Now, enjoy the show. All right, so I'm sitting here with David and Mihai Cho, who you guys have been part of uh, Kingdom Equipping Center and Kingdom Talks Media for, well, close to a year. Not even that yet, is no, it? No, like March. March. Yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah, you know, actually, I remember now because we were uh, doing our thing online and you guys started showing up occasionally and then all of a sudden you showed up in person. <laughs> oh, wow. Anyway, it's been a pleasure just getting to know, know both of you and the depth that you both carry. So... Tell us a little bit about your background and and you know what got you to the place that we're at now because I know you you've got a very interesting story both of you do so either one of you go ahead you want to start go ahead <laughs> um, boy uh, background uh, make it short um, you know I'm I come from a, a more or less kind of a bohemian hippie kind of lifestyle. Um, new age, uh, uh, all the way up to when I was about 40. <laughs> wow. And the Lord finally said, okay, son, it's about time. And so uh, when he brought me in at a really difficult time in our lives, um, I mean, it was a, I mean, it was a flash of light kind of experience for me. And it had to be uh, just because that's kind of, I need that kind of stuff. You know? <laughs> if it's a little slow, I, I kind of lose it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it was just incredible. And from that time when he brought us, um, I mean, in the goodness of the Lord, he had us in a cannon. I mean, he shot us in a human cannon, literally. And we both felt like we were flying as we were starting to walk with the Lord. Wow. And what he did was, I mean, he brought us into places where, I mean, healing. We would go through, I don't know how many different levels of healing that we went through just because of God bringing us people into our lives and going through it where in months at a time. Um, and, um, and it's just been an amazing journey. And because of God's, wow, I mean, his, uh, what, uh, the, the living God in, in our experience, I mean, we just couldn't ask for anything else. We're like, yeah. okay, Lord, if this is you, if this is really what it's about being with God, we want more. And wow. the more we asked, he said, okay, son, daughter, mm -hmm. you want more? I'm going to give you more. Um, <laughs> and it's been a, an interesting journey, uh, difficult uh, at times, uh, but uh, uh, quite an interesting journey and can't wait to continue to um, yeah, discover, you know, the fuller measure of, uh, you know, how we're, where we're walking into. Yeah. So, Mihai, how about you? What was your background? And um, I was I I come from a church background, um, okay. but I uh, I never actually received the Lord during my during my many years of churching churching. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so uh, for me, I mean, I um, I was really tormented by fear of hell and fear of death throughout my yeah. whole church uh, career, I guess you could call it. Um, and uh, it was really about um, predestination. And so I didn't really have a choice. It was all just predestined anyway. And I thought I was predestined to go to hell um, from a very young age. Wow. <laughs> Seriously. And, yes. Wow. 
Um, and so uh, for me, um, when I grew a little bit older, I, I really resented um, that whole thing because I'd spent 10 years of my childhood in, in that torment. Um, wow. And so I just, uh, I rejected the church. Um, I rejected mm. God. I rejected, you know, all of that and, and kind of started dabbling in the new age as well. And that's, we met during that period okay. when we um, were both kind of dabbling in some new age stuff. And uh and yeah, and then um, through that, around a very similar time, uh, my experience wasn't as dramatic as David's. It was just a thing of um, under starting to understand that about choice versus predestination. And so that's how I came to the Lord was just by making a choice and nothing dramatic happened except when it happened to him. Um, and I experienced uh, all experienced seeing that um, that was something that really um, made God real to me I was like if if God can change him then he must be real <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow how's that feel David <laughs> I feel good I feel good you know obviously God's doing a lot in my life <laughs> oh that's good that's good well so now, and the two of you met under some very interesting circumstances. I don't know if you care to share that because I, I, I just want people to understand your background because there's a lot of people out there with a lot of different backgrounds mm -hmm. that have come into this movement. And, you know, the father has shown them kind of step by step or either smacked them upside the head to get their attention. But you guys were doing what when you met? Um... We're traveling. <laughs> yeah, we were kind yeah. of a, um, not a really nomadic traveler, but we were definitely traveling for a period yeah, of time. Months at a time. <clears throat> months yeah. at a time. Mm -hmm. and, uh, uh, and it was so God that brought us together. Even BC, I mean, he was in our life. BC meaning before Christ, uh, yeah. was in our life, and he was, you know, guiding us in ways that we didn't even know. Um, but, uh, I mean, the circumstances, I mean, we were both brought to the same place, which was a complete bohemian hippie island you know, we were walking around and, you know, sarongs and I mean, <laughs> oh my goodness, um, quite funny and doing things that we shouldn't have been doing. Um, but in his goodness, uh, yeah, he brought the blessing of my life, you know, uh, in this time. And, um, and I know I'm blessing to her as well, but <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's yeah. good. Okay. So. I have just enjoyed having you guys come, and when you guys start to share, it's it's so right in line with you know this mystic movement. So, how did Father get you? Uh, well, let me back up. Did he get you into a like a regular church first? Uh, yes. <laughs> Many different churches. Um, yeah. I mean, I think traditional church would look at us and go, "Oh, these guys are church jumpers. Uh, they're not really serious about God, uh, and so forth." But God was taking us from messianic um inner city inner city church to a charismatic just full-blown on top of the mountain you know speaking in tongue fair prayer flags and i mean just mm -hmm. the works to taking us out into the wilderness and you know spending time with him um and literally seeing him come alive manna day in day out i mean wow <laughs> Yeah, but um, I mean, while we were even in those churches, um, I think outside of the very first church where we were in that very baby Christian walk stage where 
we had these ideas about what Christ being a Christian meant, and yeah. it meant getting involved as much as possible. You know, lots of works, lots of, you know, joining the choir, joining the worship team, you know, joining the <laughs> prayer prayer team. prayer team. You know, just every everything. And and we were, and and I think I felt like it was good to transition us out of that old lifestyle, yeah. um, and it was needed. But I think about a year and a half into that, God pulled us out. Um, yeah. of all of that and was like, no, you're not to get involved in any ministry whatsoever. So we wow. never really got fully, fully <coughs> immersed into that whole mm -hmm. church age in, in some ways. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so then uh, what was your introduction into this? I mean, was it an aha? Was it a big shift? What, what kind of shift was it for you that, that moved you into the path that you're on now? Well, um, the Lord had given us such a hunger, you know, as the word says, he draws us, right? Um, and he was growing our hunger so much that, you know, as Mihai was sharing, I mean, we went to try to get involved with everything we can. Any conference that was going on, we were there. I mean, <laughs> we were just eating up God as much as we could. And then about after a certain, I don't know, a period of maybe almost two years, we started to hear it, see it but only see the, uh, um, what God coming alive in a, only a measure, in a very small measure. And so we're like, there's gotta be more, there's gotta be more. And in this time, <laughs> uh, God brought, uh, brought Ian, uh, Ian Clayton to okay. Colorado back about 10 years ago, I believe. It's 2011. 2011. <laughs> wow. Um, wow. And when we went and sat down, uh, he had three day conference at this uh, church that we were at and they were having an outpouring literally I mean we had meetings from Wednesday through Sunday every night new new uh, uh, itinerant ministers come conference every week I mean it was wow. incredible <laughs> so towards the end of this after about two years um, Ian was kind of the last one and uh, when Ian came he prayed over the pasture and and the area and as he was praying literally the foundation was shaking i mean it was bouncing and we were sitting there and we were like what in the world is this this guy's so both of you felt it yeah yes. well wow. we felt it and we start to look yeah. around and others not everyone felt of, it a couple of others in but the yeah a, a certain small number of people felt it and they're looking around and we're looking and they would have like flags you know posted on their walls and the tassels of the flags would be bouncing wow and we were like this is god this is the power that we've been wanting. Mm, wow. We've been reading about, we've been dying, we, you know, just so hungry. And when that happened, I mean, it was so beyond our fathom of understanding. I mean, it was like to the point of, you know, fighting ourselves to make sure that we're not fighting against what God's doing yeah. in this. Uh, because, I mean, my goodness, I mean, it, there were uh, uh, things that stood up in my emotions. I just went, that can't be of God. This can't, you know, there was a lot of can'ts and don'ts and, you know, no God and so forth, but just because of the power that was flowing, and I can tell that this brother loved mm -hmm. the Father. So it was like, okay, there's got to be something to this. And so that was the beginning. <laughs> it was kind of the beginning, but also uh, um, I feel like it. Um, we weren't, we, we, we didn't feel a big aversion to it to begin with, like um, some a lot of people who've been church do. I, and, uh, and I think a lot of it for David, you know, because he wasn't churched at all. <laughs> and for me, because I had rejected the church. Mm -hmm. And then um, I think even because of my experience of the torment and all of that, um, I, I knew that there was more like, yeah, and then just dabbling in the new age. There, were, there was just, 
um, an acceptance of this movement um, maybe a little bit easier. And I think God also stepped us through a little bit. You know, he had us, um, he had us uh, exposed to like Arthur Burke's teachings prior to that. (laughs) And then Paul Cox of Aslan's Place prior to that. And so it was kind of, you know, one level and then another level, you know, a little bit at a time. And then Ian Clayton was like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) New world. All that got you ready for Ian Clayton and then the the explosion. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, actually, you know what, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Mm -hmm. And uh, when we get back, uh, I want to start talking about where you're where you're at now. So we'll be back right after this. Hey there. Thank you for joining Kingdom Talks. We are taking a short break to share with you the life-changing online course called Ultimate Impact. Gil and Adina do an amazing job taking the complicated and making it simple and applicable for your life. Ecclesia groups are using this course to shift their thinking into the next age paradigm. Yeshua spoke of power, authority, love and oneness that we have yet to walk in. So if you're ready to deconstruct limiting beliefs in order to step into what Father is doing now, this course is for you. Sign up today at KingdomTalksMedia.com under the Courses tab. Now... All right, so I'm back with uh, Mihai and David and just been talking a little bit about your background and, and how you got to where you're at. And so you just had encountered Ian Clayton uh, what were some of the things that took place after that? I mean, who else did you meet? Where else did you go? Um, we were immersed in Ian Clayton teachings for quite some time um, <laughs> right after that. Um, we were yeah. in a financial wilderness at the time, I guess. Um, and so there was a friend of ours who had all of his teachings. And she she didn't necessarily listen to them all, but she gave them all to us. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and so um, there was a friend, another friend of ours who... Um, who came across him at the same time. And so she and I, more so than David, started like um, just activating all of this stuff right away. I think one of the first things that we did separately, but we in communication with one another was um, going into the trophy room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like anything we would hear, we would just jump right in and do it and just do it and just do it um, because we'd already been practicing kind of going into the spirit quite a bit yeah. prior to, for many years prior to that. So. Um, so yeah, we, we kind of jumped right in, but yeah, for definitely just listening to a lot of his teachings for a while, but, um, yeah. honestly, after a while of that, it just got too much. Um, the, uh, I got to a place where I was like, well, I got to do this and I got to do this and I got to do this and I got to do this, you know, and, yeah. and, and it just got a little bit overwhelming. God was like, stop listening to more stuff. You, mm-hmm. you haven't even done a tenth yeah. of what you've already listened to. So so I, I just stopped um, after probably about six months of listening. <laughs> well, and that is such a good point because there are so many people that are doing just that. They're just yeah. gorging themselves on, mm-hmm. on information, but they're not really practicing any of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, if they're not careful, they just get into the sensationalism of yeah. it all and they're just wanting the next thing and the next mm-hmm. thing and the next thing. They haven't even practiced, you know, the yeah. basics. Mm-hmm. So... Appreciate that. I, I, <laughs> I you know, I, I kind of did the same thing. Was reading books from various people, and pretty soon after I got started, Father said, "Just stop." And then what I did find, and I think you guys have found the same thing, as well as you know, a lot of other people. They, they um, will find that if they just listen to the Father, He will download stuff. And then you get confirmation by hearing that other people are doing it, mm-hmm. but you didn't get it from them. You got it from the Father. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very yeah. faith-building pathway I think mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> sure. yeah, yeah but also I mean in that there was a, um, 
uh, I think it was just God just bringing us to that place of going, okay, now you have all this knowledge, <coughs> so-called knowledge, uh, but now, you know, start to really walk in it. So, you know, I mean, he brought us to uh, ways of uh, um, kind of praying that was starting to be a little different. We start to recognize it in our own prayer, the way we were praying. It was like, oh, okay. Well, it was catching on, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, probably about two years into it, after Ian, uh, the Lord moved us out to uh, uh, California. And we, I mean, he took us to this church called Shepherd's Gate. And they were, um, what, uh, uh, kind of, Ian was uh, um, uh, kind of fathering, I guess, to some level of this church and just that whole movement. So, I mean, we got put into a place where it was only the three of us in Colorado. No one else, we couldn't talk to anyone else about it. And then when we got into California, there were a group of us. And so we were able to now start yeah. to practice it rather than just only have it as knowledge or lack of. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and now you're back in Colorado, um, but, and it sounds like you're finding community up there. Is that, did I understand that correctly? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, you know, in Den around Denver, I guess Denver. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, in Denver, yeah. Um, so, you know, for a while, as we were getting into the whole movement, uh, we just couldn't stand in a regular church. And, and a while back, actually, uh, before we were leaving Colorado, before the Lord took us out, um, we wanted to leave the church that we were at, but he wouldn't allow us to leave. Mm -hmm. And for about a year and a half, we kept asking him, Lord, we want to leave. And he's like, no, you don't, no, it's not time. No, it's not. We're like, Lord, we want to leave. And he finally said, why do you want to leave? I'm like, well, because we're not being fed here. <laughs> and he said, well, why do you think you need to be fed there? <laughs> uh, uh -huh. I want you to be there for other reasons. I will feed you. I will give you what you need. Um, and so, you know, I think that was the, uh, the beginnings of our um, being detached from church for a long time. And then, I don't know, after uh, um, maybe now, uh, after we came back, we were, or right before we were leaving actually California, we were being more drawn to go back to church. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't to learn, but it was to release whatever the Lord had in us. Sometimes it was verbally, sometimes it was just through our presence, uh, releasing, yeah. you know, growing, uh, releasing our spirit and, you know, just learning what we've learned to do when we go to different places. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so that was kind of a place. So this community up in, uh, sorry, so roundabout way, this community in Denver came about because uh, uh, first our own need for community, mm -hmm. wanting to be around uh, community. And then we're just starting to find out that, wow, we were actually there for a purpose. Uh, and it's about helping the church to more realize what's going on yeah. in this movement. And it's not by words. Um, we're part of a small group uh, who happened to have uh, the, you know, the leaders within the small group, which was, mm -hmm. you know, of course, happen chance, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but through that, you know, they start to recognize, wait a minute, these guys pray differently. They, they do things differently. And there's a fruit that we're, they're seeing in us that God's yeah. doing. And so because of that, now they're starting to open up a bit. And they mm -hmm. said, you know, what, for example, we were praying. At, and at that time, we were, we were like, well, rather than just praying, let's sit and let's ask the Lord how to pray into this situation. And they all went, wow, we never did this before, which yeah. was so interesting. It's like, really? You know, I mean, you would think that they would be doing this on a continual basis because they're very charismatic, spirit-filled, mm -hmm. you know, understand the power of the Lord and, and so forth. But, uh, but yeah, so we have a community that God just kind of 
um, just blessing us with, you know, and then because of that, um, whatever is flown out, you know. Um, and that's, I, I love that, you know, when Nadine and I were in Sacramento, we would go to the pastor's fellowships and all that, and um, people started asking, you know, us to pray for him. And, and, and when I did pray for somebody, you know, they're like, you always get that look. It's like, that's different, you know, and it's in a good way. They're like, what are you doing? You know, and, and just that what you guys are doing, that you're in a church, and you're sharing this, you're sharing it just as the Lord leads, and and people are seeing that it's different. You're not having to try to tell them it's different. But it, now, at what point do you feel like you might have to say, you know, where there are some things that we do that are different that, I mean, what would you do in that case if, if they're wanting to know more and, and yeah. um, you know, you're... It seems like um, that's happening uh, more on a, because we're developing these, you know, one-on-one relationships within the small group as well. So, um, you know, we haven't really released a whole lot um, verbally anyway. Now, what <laughs> happens the when whole, they see this? Small group, but, um... I don't know if they'll see it. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, in, that, in those one-in-one relationships, people are asking um, about angels a bit more, yeah. and you know, um, just I think just hungry, yeah. um, and you know, more hungry in some than others, and some some others are happy with where they're at, where they are right now, which is great, and yeah. then there are others who are wanting to engage in some of this stuff yeah. um, a little bit more, and and we haven't gone in depth with anyone into it, but you know, uh, in a in the whole group setting, you know, we did lead them in an ascension one time. <laughs> How'd that go? Um, I mean, we didn't oh, call it wonderful. that. Yeah. Uh, and and everyone, I mean, there was no, um, at, well, at least um, not that we know of, <laughs> no aversion to it. Um, yeah. And I mean, people did comment, hey, you know, I've never done this before, you know. Um, and, and there are a few people who came and said, you know, this is this is a confirmation of something that God's been telling me yeah. as well. So, yeah. Well, you know, and if I may add as well, I mean, it's been really interesting. So we gave our testimony just recently. And typically what happens with that is within the group, um, people will, you know, come around and lay hands and pray over them, right? Uh, prophesy and whatever over them. Well, after we gave ours, they wanted prayer from us. They wanted us to release. I mean, we both looked at you. We were like, wait a minute, where are our prayers? You know? <laughs> but, instead, but instead, we ended up praying for everyone, uh, laying hands on everyone. And, I mean, it was really interesting. And so, you know, uh, the hunger is there. Uh, yeah. and, and we can see it. No matter if it's a uh, full-blown charismatic or it's a... Uh, you know, uh, um, evangelical, but they're kind of on the fringe um, of charismatic or so-called spirit-filled. But we can see the hunger. Uh, And so when we start to just walk it out, rather than trying to deliver it as a message, they start to go, wait a minute, there's fruit. We trust the fruit in you. So, you know, and there's more that tends to come out. And, And it's been really fascinating because now the leaders are starting to recognize it within the church. And they're starting to say, well, can you step into leadership over here? Can you do this? And, you know, and of course, where we are is we'll only do it. We only want to do it when the Father is guiding us. Right. We don't always. I mean, of course, typically me, probably. You know, I do things on my own at times. Uh, uh, <laughs> sorry, Papa. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, there's just uh, uh, recognition. And I think it's just because of... Uh, God just opening the way and just for the time and because of the hunger as well. And so it's, it's, it's happening. You know, people yeah. are asking. And, and because people are asking, we're just able to be a little more bold in the way that we can speak about it, you know. Um, 
Well, yeah. I'm going to be really curious as time goes on just to see how Father uses the two of you, you know, in this church. And again, it's not a, you know, we're, we're not trying to sabotage other churches or anything. No. It's not that at all. It's just we, we all carry something that is so powerful that is taking us to a whole new level as we've stepped into this next age. There's so many things that, that can be shared. And yet right now we're just this tiny little bubble and it's growing exponentially, but it's just this tiny little group of people around the world that have stepped into something and realized, wow, you know, there's something here that uh, the whole world needs to step into. And you guys are actually a, a model of that. And so, you know, it's one of the things I wanted you to, to bring out is how you're working with, you know, another church in bringing this message in. And like you said, you're not you're not trying to get the pulpit so you can get up in front and then tell everybody this stuff and blow them out of the water. But you're just part of a small group right now, and you're walking through the process of allowing them to see that you're different. And in that process, they're asking you questions. And uh, so have you ever felt like you maybe gave away too much too fast or that you said too much too fast? Or has there been any of that? Or do you feel like you're kind of holding off, being really careful? More holding back, I want to say. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, I tend to err on the side of caution usually, anyway. So that's that's kind of more my character. Um, <laughs> I think he's having to really pull back. <laughs> so, so we've got a, a inner joke. So I've got anointing called head butt anointing. Not a, not a butt head anointing, but a head butt anointing. And what that is is, you know, if the uh, if there's something that is not of truth, if my spirit feels it. I just come out and I have to speak on it. And sometimes, or let me back up, not sometimes, a lot of times it was in a fallen nature. So it was just like, oh, what are you talking about? No, 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 no. You know, and the more I thank the Lord (laughs) that he's uh, maturing me and, you know, and so forth, it tends to now come out more as a uh, redeemed side. So now I don't have to, you know, and it's very similar in this place of what, you know, what you guys talk about all the time, what you and Adina, you know, um, that it is about, uh, helping each other to, you know, uh, gain knowledges. And as well, there could be a place of disagreements and so forth. You know, I mean, it's just amazing uh, in that. Uh, um, but, yeah. <laughs> That's good. Well, you know, uh, do you want to add to that? Um, well, one thing I did want to say was um, I, I really feel like um, outside of us, God's already really moving in this church, mm. and they're prophetically very aligned uh, with yeah. with what God's doing, mm-hmm. and um, and open, um, starting from the senior pastor, he, um, very open to whatever God's move is, even if it feels offensive. Um, I mean, he's spoken that on, at the pulpit. Yeah. So, wow. so, um, so wow. it's really what we feel like it's partnering with what God's already doing there, um, and and probably using a lot of other people. Um, I'm sure we're not the only ones um, who are, you know, oh, yeah. more in that in this mystic movement who are in that church. I'm sure there are others that we don't yeah. know about. And yeah. so, yeah, it's just uh, we feel privileged to just be How a part of that. How big is the church? Oh, oh it's, it's fairly so large. Larger. Really? It's, it's hundreds. Oh, yeah. um, it's one of the larger oh. churches yeah. in Denver. Interesting. And quite influential as well. Um, yeah. 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 And, okay. <laughs> in Denver region, in, in this in region. The, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well. Um, you know, I, I just so appreciate you two and absolutely want to hear not only how far you've come, which is what we've done in this part one. So this is part one. So in part two, I want to dive into where you guys are at now. What's what's Father got, you know, that he's showing you, that he's revealing to you? Because I know, you know we've had a lot of conversations and, uh, you know, the, these guys are the ones that... Uh, 
come in every once in a while on Sundays and, and we stay and have lunch together and um, <laughs> we get into conversations that if we were having those conversations anywhere else, we'd probably get ourselves in trouble. But <laughs> we, we promote it here. We promote it here. <laughs> so anyway, thank you all for listening. And uh, again, make sure you stay tuned for part two. And we bless everybody and see you later next time. <laughs> Thank you for taking time out to listen to Kingdom Talks. You can find out more about Kingdom Talks Media and our mission to unite in faith and grow as mature sons at KingdomTalksMedia.com. Please continue to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, Fringe Radio Network, and many more places. Go to our website to find links to all of our media outlets, as well as fantastic online courses and conferences, including the life-changing interactive course, Ultimate Impact. And last but not least, we ask that you consider partnering with us to fulfill the mission to get these messages to the world. To become a partner, go to the Partnership tab on our website. Thank you, and until next time, live a blessed life Keep carrying us in your heart and sharing us wherever hearts are open.